0: Southern trees. a sudden smell
1: Up, people. Welcome to episode this, episode number 10 of the Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph podcast featuring the one and only Mike Steph, best in the world at what he does. Let me reiterate that best in the world at what he does yeah yeah man i'm back for another episode i'm back for another week i'm just back period it's funny because um it's currently nine fifty-three on a sunday evening as the Prince of Bel-Air is playing in the background for those who might hear So spoiler alert if you haven't watched this past season you're probably Are going to be spoiled <laughs> Plus if you hear some of it in the background because at this point in time it is what it is But um, yeah, I'm back today. Oh, uh, yeah, like I said 9 950, in on Sunday evening and I ain't gonna lie I just woke up maybe about maybe about an hour ago I've actually had this set up as usual for the last two plus hours and of course my laptop had to start updating and um with it, by, by the time we finished updating I fell asleep yeah my daughter actually took a video of me sleep with everything set up update over and i'm just knocked out like this snoring and all if i felt like being a total open book i would have asked her to send me the file and i would have actually put that video clip on this podcast but i'm just not that giving this weekend no no you know how, how how not giving i am this weekend i'm not even going to talk about sports today yeah how about that ain't that about a you know what i'm talking about sports today i am going to talk about what i'm going to uh get a lot of things off my chest that i need to get off oh yeah by the way this is the intro And a lot of those things have nothing to do with sports. Yeah, I know. Some longtime listeners would probably be like, yeah, it's a coincidence that, you know, you just came off a doubleheader of losses this past Saturday, and you just coincidentally decide, oh, yeah, you're not going to talk about sports today. Oh, yeah, you're not going to talk about your New York Knickerbockers losing in game three against the Miami Heat. Actually, not losing, getting blown the hell out this past week well yesterday saturday against the miami heat yeah i'm not going to talk about that i'm not going to talk about oh yeah my my go to say Wolf, yes yeah peep the hat peep the coordination you know listen listen and funny thing is i bought this shirt maybe about when the aw start to 2019. So I bought this shirt in 2018. This is a golden elite shirt. Do y'all know what the golden elite is? That's the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi. golden elite. If I felt like turning around in the back, it said change the world. And that's what I thought they were going to do. I haven't won this shirt in about three years for two reasons. One, I'm not that big a fan of the elite anymore. And two, I just didn't have a hat to really match until my Warriors came out with this golden hat to fit the Golden State, and it actually happens to match the Golden Elite. Yeah, I'm just on my issue today. But yeah, I'm not going to talk about my Warriors because my Warriors lost by 30 to those Los Angeles Lakers, to that. LeBron James led team to that rabbit fan base that I chose not to uh even read, even be on social media like that. And don't don't get me wrong, it had nothing to do with these with the sports. Not really. You know, sometimes sometimes I just don't feel like being bothered by looking on social media um Sometimes I just get in the zone and I just feel like taking it old school and just being Me just being at one with my zen at one with my chi, And that's what I decided to do but yeah with all that being said, yeah, I ain't talking about sports today. I ain't talking about the mets Who have lost eight of their last ten games? And they are currently sitting one game below 500 despite uh having the highest payroll in major league baseball of over 300 million dollars no i ain't talking about sports today they lost this weekend series against the colorado rockies and i i called it i called it weeks ago tell you the truth and someone someone who actually resides in Bergen Beach, somewhere, I wish this was transparent, but somewhere in the middle of Brooklyn, matter of fact, to the left, actually to to the left of the borough of Brooklyn, you know, in in that corner of Brooklyn called Bergen Beach, that resides in a group home, yeah, some guy told me I was overreacting by saying that this team might be the second coming of the worst team that money can buy. So far, unfortunately, they're proving Mike Steph correct. Yeah. But I ain't talking about sports today. No, no, no. I ain't talking about sports today. I'm going to discuss a couple of things that's going on in the city of New York. One of the things one of the ways that my good brothers at gimmick infringement um would say about my podcast you know when they would plug it they would say yeah tune in and he would give you the latest latest on football basketball sports music and new york politics matter of fact yeah it was sports music Wrestling and New York politics, New York City politics, and I've kind of strayed away from that for various reasons. Um, just for the fact that I just felt like, yeah, you know, I deal with politics or I deal with the everyday happenings of the city. So, for my one day a week that I decide to spread love to the masses, I just felt like, yeah, we, especially us in New York, we already deal with it. Why would we want to talk about it even more? This would be like more of a Escape well, guess what ain't gonna be a just escape this weekend. No plus I Was reminded matter of fact, I wouldn't say reminded uh, It came to my mind came to mind Discussion I had with my bro weeks ago speaking of which I gotta Holler and make sure he I but um, we was talking about just issues, world issues. And he was like, yeah, he was like, yo, Mike, I, you know, I was tuning in and you know, I was hoping you would bring up X, Y, Z, you know. But, I mean, we talk about it now, but, you know, I just thought maybe he would talk about it on one pod. It wasn't a suggestion. It was just, he knows sometimes I would veer off into that that area and I would just speak my mind and like i said lately i just haven't been doing that so i decided i said i decided i was like you know what today is going to be a day that i just shoot off the hip hopefully it would not be too controversial but at this point in time i don't care because at the end of the day it's my opinions my thoughts my beliefs and nobody else's so if you agree with it great if you don't you don't don't know what to tell you um, some people would say stream of consciousness, but this whole podcast type thing is a stream of con- consciousness, you know, but a couple of things happened this past week that I feel like I would be shirking my responsibility of, uh, just bringing to light. If I, since I have a platform, I have a responsibility. Sometimes I feel off that sometimes I ain't going there. But this week, there's been a couple things that's been in the news, and this is not even so for clout. Give a fuck about clout. Excuse my French, I don't care about clicks, I don't care about uh clickbait, I don't care about none of that. Whoever's gonna watch, you're gonna watch, whoever's gonna listen, is gonna listen. So i've realized that years ago shoot don't you know next week next month will be four years quattro <laughs> hey sister steph cuatro años since i started el pod let me get all the jokes out the way because a lot of things i'm going to talk about today is not going to be it's not really going to be funny so but yeah i, I i've i've known many anos ago <laughs> that you know it, it really at the end of the day none of this matters none of this matters you know you if you get your little coin off of it off of it great if you don't you don't you know like i said last year i mean like i said last week you know sometimes the math ain't math but it's okay it doesn't really matter to me i do this because i feel like it i do this sometimes because i just want to get my voice out there sometimes i feel like some people don't need to have their voice but in my case yeah it's a hobby it doesn't really matter but yeah let me just tell you what's on deck this week um i'm going to discuss the killing of jordan neely on a new york city subway train by a strap hanger by a passenger a fellow passenger and the talk and the different the disparity of what happened what normally would happen what should happen and people's actions on it like people's opinions on it I won't even say split split down the middle but let's say just for the hell of it just split down the middle 50-50 some people on one side some people on another side and I'm going to give my side and I'm actually going to cuz right now in front of me if you can see I'm looking down right now in front of me I have an article from the New York Times that was uh put out yesterday and i'm going to read from that article to kind of give me some type of structure because yeah this is going to be one of though i didn't take no notes this is going to be straight from the heart to straight straight from the dome i'm going to use that article to kind of riff off of my thoughts and maybe just maybe if you have thoughts on this tragedy that happened you can put your thoughts don't be afraid look this is a free space over here you can put your thoughts down in the comment and maybe we can have a rapport maybe have a back and forth over what you feel should have been happened what you feel about what has happened and what you think should happen in the future god forbid something like this ever happens again yeah so i'm going to talk about that vigilantes is it vigilante season is it it reminds me from back in the 80s Bernard Getz. for all the people of a certain age I was I was young at the time I don't I remember exactly I know it was in the 80s so I couldn't have been more than 10 11 probably a little younger than that when Bernard Getz, the subway vigilante was on the train and shot down african-american in quote-unquote self-defense got away scot-free and kind of stoked stoked the flames of racial discontent in the city because everybody knows if the situation was reversed the verdict would not have been that way and that's the type of vibes that i'm getting right now unfortunately a man's life is lost and i would like for his life not to be lost in vain because things need to happen so i would be talking about that it's only the way that i can and i would just be talking about the fact that in the city everything is too damn high and I know that's the same way it is throughout the country because inflation is through the roof. Yeah, the roof is the ceiling. Inflation is too damn high. Inflation is going through the going through the roof. And everything, especially in the city, is too damn high. And I'm just gonna give my couple thoughts on what the hell is going on in the city in my uh anger. My should sure I say my frustration? It was going on in New York City and perhaps the nation as a whole. So yeah, that's what's on deck this week. Like I said, I ain't talking about sports. I gave you the I gave you the updated sports. Knicks are down two one in their best of seven. The Wolf, yes are down two one in their best of seven. And the Mets suck. But with all that out the way let's get this show on the road huh without further ado good night and goodbye Bang. yeah i like the way i kind of synced that perfectly unfortunately it's for the subject at hand is it vigilante season in new york I asked that question seriously. Is it? A couple years ago, and I'm gonna go on a slight tangent, but I'm gonna get right back on course because before I get into the seriousness, I gotta get my I gotta get a joke off. A couple of years ago in wrestling, Stern, the wrestler known as Stern debuted for the first time ever in the wwe at survivor series 2014. and he debuted to right the wrongs of the authority the authority of run amok the authority had ran ramp uh, rampant throughout the wwe and stern debuted to make sure that the authority was put to rest, you know what his nickname was when he first debuted in the WWE? The Vigilante. They even distorted his voice because I guess his voice wasn't manly enough to, for Vincent K. McMahon. So they even distorted his voice when he was trying to explain his actions on how he was going to get rid of the authority. Never, never mind the fact that the authority the authority returned about a couple weeks later but i remember they just saw his voice and his name he was like yes i came from i came to the wwe to right the wrongs and to get rid of the authority i am the vigilante i am from your worst nightmare i am stem I remember I was watching I, I couldn't I had to start, I had to die laughing. I'm like, yo, I've been watching Sting for 30 years. Sting never had that deep voice. And the fact that they call him the Vigilante. It, it, you, can, you can hear it in Vincent in Vince McMahon's voice. The Vigilante Stern. That's what I have for you. You're gonna be the vigilante. You walk around the streets of Gotham with the bat taking out all oh, the evil doers you are the vigilante sting is that what's going on right now is it like i said in the intro years ago 40 yeah right 40 years ago not even 30 but 40 years ago we had the vigilante the subway vigilante bernard Getz. That felt emboldened enough because he was tired of being taken advantage of. He was tired of being threatened. He was tired of being, um, you know, of having that fear of being robbed. That he got on the gu- he got on the subway that one night, that one fateful night, with his gun. Pretty much on his Charles Bronson ish. Make my day. Yeah, I know that's Clint Eastwood. Bear with me here. Death Wish. Charles Bronson. Story of a vigilante. Took the the law in his own hands. You know how many times he took the law in his own hands? How many Death Wish were there? Yeah, Death Wish, the original. Yeah, Death Wish 1, Death Wish 2, Death Wish 3, Death Wish 4. I don't know if they got up to 5. But that's... These movies... was set in the late 70s, early 80s. And probably put that seed of that seed of uh a courage in Bernard Getz's mind that he was going to be that year's Charles Bronson. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry was a dirty cop, wasn't he? I don't remember. I've always said this. And like I said, this is going to give you a little peek into my psyche when it comes to certain things. I'll take road rage, for instance. Right? Not so much road rage. Road, road aggravation. I feel like if someone wants to lollygag their ass across the street, Against the light, you have the right to tap him in the fucking knee. Just don't honk. No, no, no. Because you knew you was crossing the street on the red, crossing the green, not in between. I feel like you should just tap him a little bit. You know, hit him in the kneecap. I, I guarantee you if they walk for a limp for the next couple months... They'll think twice about crossing against the light. I feel the same way about people that cut you off. I feel like you should be able to just tap their bender just a little bit, just to let them know it really could happen. But in all seriousness, do we really need vigilantes in in New York? Yeah, I know this plenty of times. That you feel like smacking the shit out of someone, just because, especially in New York. Woke up on the wrong side of the wrong side of the bed. Get on the subway. Somebody wants to. You in a rush. They want to hold the door for their mans. Their mans and them coming down, strolling down the strolling down the platform, making you late. But that doesn't give you the right to choke nobody out. Yeah, I know. It's two different things. like i said i'm going to read from this article that they had in the new york times about jordan neely the man who was killed on the subway and who was dealing with mental issues and um it's talking about the man who did it former marine Daniel Penny, who claims that he was protecting himself and others from a deranged man when he choked was nearly out. Because I'm not going to read this whole article, but I'm going to read the pertinent parts. It starts out. It was a Monday afternoon. and A 30-year-old man was ranting on an F-train. Heading through Manhattan. He was a regular on the subway. Once a gifted Michael Jackson impersonator, but he was also trouble. City workers had tried to help him out for years. You see, you see how they're trying to build it up. I swear, sometimes I hate writers. Even though we need writers, we need reporters, but you see how they try to try to make set the scene. It's going to be very. The reason I point that out is because you'll see the discrepancy on how they're setting, how they're creating the setting for public, public consumption. Inside the same car, was a 24, 24 year twenty-four-year-old Marine veteran. After the military, he dropped out of college posting online about his feeling of com- being of fi- posting online about feeling completely unfulfilled and now he was working for he was looking for a bartender job in the city you already you already you already see you already see the okie dog right the man behaving erratically Jordan Neely was homeless He shouted to others on the train that he was hungry and that he didn't care about returning to jail. That he was ready to die, witnesses said. Oh, yeah, let me get... I I forgot, I kind of just went past the most important thing. This video of this, I'm not going to post it here. You can find it online yourself, but this literally video of this man what the hell is the name again? Penny? Daniel Penny choking Mr. Neely out. Choking him to death. Wow. Two others were holding Mr. Neely's arms and legs down. Others was in the background and someone actually intently filming this murder instead of actually trying to get help or maybe let's say pulling Mr. Penny off a lifeless man for views for clicks oh yeah he was he's a freelance he's a freelance reporter the person who filmed this I continue what exactly happened over the next several minutes is unclear. But eventually, the venture, but eventually, the veteran, Daniel J. Penny, placed Mr. Neely in a chokehold. one similar to what he would have been taught in basic training, but with a crucial difference. And took him to the floor in a minute-long struggle that ended Mr. Neely's life it stirred outrage throughout the city that outrage and this is me because i'm what I, I i saw this on new york one saw this on news 12 i saw this on channel 7 i've been Snooze, and it was asking uh strap hangers about their thoughts on what happened they were, and almost split down the middle. like well you know he he felt justified he felt threatened the person the freelance reporter that filmed this specifically said mr neely screamed out threw his jacket on the ground and screamed i'm hungry i'm thirsty and i'm not afraid to go to jail but never once did he say he threatened anybody else i have been in the city i'm gonna be 47 this year I've been on the trains in the subway since I was I've been riding in subway since I was at least four years old I knew the map frontwards and backwards in my head by the age of seven probably younger than that which is ironic due to my nine to five And that's all I'll say I've seen a lot worse I see a lot worse sometimes on a daily basis any tried and true New Yorker knows. Bluster, erraticness, loud talking. Okay. But if that person don't put their hands on you, that don't give you the right to just, that don't give you the right to choke them out. What gives you the right is, okay, you might say something back like, yo, shut the f- up. Or you keep it moving. Or what a lot of people do nowadays put the headphones on and look down at their phone and ignore. Being inconvenienced because someone is homeless and agitated to me doesn't give anybody the right to take their life to the extreme. At the bare minimum, doesn't give you the right to put your hands on them. If you felt so threatened, guess what? There's an intercom. Guess what? Since the, since the since the city always always likes to crow about this police presence in 95% of the stations, you could have reached out for help. You could have contacted the train uh the train staff. If you felt threatened threatened enough that nobody touched you nobody had you pinned in the corner but you felt threatened right New Yorkers, is no there's a there's, there's a fine line but they know most of the time look man. all right that's it if you're not gonna help you ignore but I continue Their encounter, captured on video by another passenger, they conveniently leave out the fact that he's a freelance reporter, has once again revealed the deep fault lines in the ways New Yorkers and Americans beyond view race, homelessness, crime, and how some people seem to be treated differently by the police. Oh, we're getting there. The veteran, Mr. Penny, who is white, was questioned by the police, but has not been charged with the crime for killing Mr. Neely, who is black. The majority of y'all know, matter of fact, I'll say all of y'all know, My viewership is only, but so big. So I feel intimate. I feel like I know y'all. Yeah, I know y'all damn sure know me. All y'all know if the situation were reversed, there's no way he would have been questioned after being caught on videotape, yoking a person to death, questioned, and released her on his own recognizance before matter of fact he, no it wouldn't have been. he would have been he would have been stuck in central booking he would have been stuck in the bullpen he would have stuck in the precinct <clears throat> until the results came back from the autopsy which by the way when they came out they said yeah yeah it's a homicide yeah he was killed yeah due to the fact that he was choked Cranberry apple juice. Don't tell me I ain't trying to be healthy. 100% juice. You know what ingredients is is in this? Cranberry juice and apples. Yeah, y'all know I can't go five minutes without just my attention just going elsewhere. But I felt like I just had to. Anyway, y'all know damn well that wouldn't have happened. In that time that he was released now they're saying yeah they're bringing him back in because they're going to be you know they, they, they he hasn't been charged yet but they need to they need to further question him because they invest they need they're, they're continuing the investigation and this time now you got representation and the representation is spinning out their narrative their narrative of what really happened and guess what when this goes to trial because it's not if but when this goes to trial now you have a tainted Jury base because now he already has his lawyer, his representation, putting out the narrative of what they want the public to perceive. You see how everything kind of goes in line, falls in line. Meanwhile, if it was someone like me matter of fact, if it was me, I would have been stuck. And then when they found, oh. He was killed. Oh, yeah, we got press charges. We got, we got him. We got him. Got to make it official. Got to do the perp walk. I continue. Was this a citizen trying to stop someone from hurting others? No. Like I said, all reports say that he was ranting. He threw his jacket down, but never physically or verbally threatened anyone or what's an overreaction to a common new york encounter with a person with mental illness you know you know what's killing me about the fact that they keep on harping on the mental illness aspect when concerning mr neely it's almost like they conveniently forget this this uh penny guy they said he was a former marine right at the age of 24. You don't think maybe he has some mental issues? Think about it. I'm not saying anybody that's been in the, in, in the armed forces have No. No. Shoot. Someone I hold close to near and dear and, 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 and consider a brother was in the armed forces and A-OK. But how are you harping so much on the mental mental illness fact of Mr. Neal? Why? Because it's documented? clearly clearly this man with his military training had a screw loose that caused him to snap maybe he had some type of ptsd episode that caused him to snap but yet i don't i don't hear anybody trying to paint that narrative it's all you know the which god the crazy black man was ranting and raving on the train he had to be taken care of, he had to be put down, not put in check, put down like a dog in the street, or in this case, a dog in the subway train, subway, yeah, subway car. I'll continue as investigators examine the moments before Mr. Neely's death. Friends and family told. Friends and family told of the slain man's sunny and upbeat demeanor As he struggled after his Mother's murder when he was A teenager More recently He seemed in the grip He seemed to be in the grip of serious Mental illness and had occasional Outbursts of violence And here's the other side Of the ledger Less is known of Mr. Penny Oh how convenient How convenient less is known to Mr. Penny, but be- because Mr. Neely has been in the system, you're giving his whole rap sheet, his whole background and everything. Once again, you're putting this out to the masses, potential jurors, right? For this trial that's going to happen, right? You see like I said, you see how, you see the narrative, you see how shit is slanted when it comes to us? See how shit is slanted? period less is known of mr penny who spent most of the last several years outside of new york so he's not okay on friday mr penny's lawyers released a statement when mr nearly began aggressively threatening daniel penny And other passengers daniel with the help of others acted to protect themselves until help arrived it read daniel never intended never intended to harm mr neely and could not have foreseen his untimely death so you mean to tell me when you have video of this man having him in a chokehold on the ground and you see mr neely's arms and legs flopping and then they just drop and it took someone to be like yo don't catch a murder charge on this he acted to protect himself and others until help arrived well you had him in the chokehold for how many minutes he was clearly subdued I feel bad, to tell you the truth. No, matter of fact, I don't feel bad about none of this shit. None of the people that helped this happen. I was gonna say I feel bad for the people that was holding him down. No, because if anything, you should have been getting Mr. Penny to release the chokehold. Why are you holding this man arm and leg down and he's already being choked out? It would not it would not surprise me if they if they're not called as accomplices. They should be called as accomplices. But like i said the narrative's already been spent When mr neely began aggressively threatening daniel penny and other passengers daniel with the help of others acted to protect themselves until help arrives daniel never intended to harm mr neely oh so what so when he just felt his lifeless body well his life his body become lifeless he was like oh you know he, maybe just taking a nap You don't use a armed forces hold to not intentionally hurt someone. I continue. Matter of fact, I'm not. I. They say Mister Neely's childhood was abruptly derailed when he was 14. He lived with his mother, out in Jersey. And so forth in 2007, Mr. Nearly disappeared is Nearly was uh murdered then they talk about his uh his time in high school you see how they get they're giving the whole rundown they say he dropped out his his, his family said this week in later years he turned up on social media executing highly choreographed Michael Jackson impersonation in the subway and dressed like the performer in his prime I don't understand I fail to understand like they actually had a protest I believe yesterday which would be Saturday on 63rd and lexington avenue on the f-line um they had a rally with um al sharpton and jermaine williams um calling for mr penny to be arrested mr penny to be brought to justice just as if it was anybody else and furthermore for there to be a more concerted effort to help those who are homeless dealing with mental illness. What has been conveniently forgotten is that since we quote, quote unquote reopened, then when was the official reopening of the city? What last year sometime? In the 2021 I don't remember because you know pandemic over you know even though they they talking about some other strain that conveniently gets you pink eye like it ain't allergy season out this mother you know what I ain't gonna get into my conspiracy theories about that but according to, according to a by pandemic over right but during the pandemic during from 2020 to 2022 if you want to stretch it that long for those two years a lot of the services that people received were null and void because everybody had to isolate but guess who couldn't isolate the homeless the ones the people that was out on the street the people that was in the in the shelters they couldn't isolate themselves in the safety of their own home but yet they couldn't go to places that they normally would go to to receive help if they want to help but then when you reopened, you just expected everything to go right back to normal the new normal right Remember how they used to try to get that term over? The new normal, the new normal, the new normal. And but then you want to know why there's a crisis out here? Because for 2-3 years people didn't have a voice. People were just left to their own uh to their own devices. But then but you expect everything to go back to normal without dealing with things that got worse with situations that got worse during the pandemic so now those issues that the people have been dealing with for the last two years, three years that gotten worse since the pandemic now you want to use that as an excuse of why someone deserved to die you know i was actually i've been willing over the last couple months to give our mayor mayor adams a little bit of slack because as everybody knows i used to always call him mayor benson but then i had to take a step back i'm like whoa okay as a black man we is it really right for me to poke jokes especially some would seem some would say kind of racial insensitive sensitive jokes like like if i was white would which would go would it be all right for me to call mayor adams mayor benson i mean the only difference is i mean the only similarity is they're both black men or in in governmental power right so i was like you know what i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna take a which go, i'm gonna take a step back on that because that's dead wrong yes yes Everything is not for jokes. Everything is not for laughs. So I was I was like, you know, I'm going to take a step back. You know, because at the end of the day, we have a black man, we have a black police chief, not only only not only a black police chief, a female African American police chief or commissioner. There's so many positions in city government that we've never attained before or been a prominence before that he's made a point to put us or give us the opportunity to show what we have and hopefully create a network that can continue to do that in years and years to come. So I just felt like, you know what? I need, I need to chill with the jokes, but there are sometimes there are a lot of times and this time is one of those times that he just put his foot in his mouth instead of he's been inconsistent on the issue and maybe that's a lot of people are saying that's because he's a former former cop himself and he'll tell you yeah i was a transit cop for x amount of years so maybe his mentality is a certain way a lot uh a lot more rigid than the average civilian i could understand it to a certain degree but Situations like this need to be dealt with tactfully. Especially when you have the racial dynamic that we have at hand with a white man pretty much killing a black man with his own bare hands. Potential powder keg. I've totally lost my train of thought. But it's just... um i'm gonna go back to this article because it's still planting seeds of one man is rightfully murdered the other man is should be um given a parade down the canyon of heroes outreach workers noted homeless outreach workers noted that mr neely heavily used k2 the powerful unpredictable synthetic marijuana in June 2019, an outreach worker noticed that Mr. Neely had lost considerable rate and was sleeping upright. Around that time, he was reported to have banged on a booth agent's door and threatened to kill her according to the worker's notes. Then he was gone. That's pre-pandemic. 2019, pre-pandemic. And they're saying that from for years, he's had a steady slope a steady decline mentally. So what do you think that happened the last three years? When when everything was back, when we was back to normal the new normal, did he automatically just go right back? Was he was he at the, the beginning of the line? And then he just able to slide back in, like, yeah, remember me? I need help or was he forgotten about they say at one at some point Mr. Neely became a client of an intensive mobile treatment team one of the squads of mental health clinicians clinicish, ah! who minister to people in streets and, so- and shelters In March 2020, the team had Mr. Neely taken to Bellevue Hospital, where he was kept for a week according to homeless outreach records. It was not clear what contact the team had with him after that. You see, so pretty much from June 2019 to March 2020, they was able to interact when they were able to keep up with him. They were able to try to guide him. From March 2020 until... His untimely demise, there's no clear way of what contact the team may have had with him. In February 9th of this year, in a carefully planned, listen, matter of fact, all right. In November 2021, so that's good 18 months from March 2020 to November 2021. Mr. Neely's aggression seemed to peak when he punched a a 67-year-old woman in the street on the Lower East Side, the police said. He was charged with assault and awaiting the resolution of his case, spent 15 months in jail, the police said, though his family said the stint was shorter. He pleaded guilty on February 9th of this year in a carefully planned strategy between the city and his lawyers to allow him to get the treatment that he needed and to stay out of prison. Do you know what the goal is today? The judge said yes Mr. Neely replied. What is the goal? To make it physically and mentally to the program. He was to go to court. He was to go from court to live at a treatment facility in the Bronx and stay clean for 15 months. In return his felony conviction would be reduced. He promised to take his medication and to avoid drugs and not to leave the facility without permission. But but just 13 days later He abandoned the facility Judge Bibbon Issued a warrant for his arrest On April 8th When outreach workers approached him In a subway car At the end of the line in Coney Island Mr. Neely urinated in front of them With the outreach worker Went to call police He shouted just wait until they get here I got something for you just wait and see But you see how this this is being spent. Less is known, once again, less is known about Mr. Penny. Six years out of high school, four of them spent in the Marines. He attended high school in West Islip on the south shore of Long Island and played lacrosse. The news site, The Gothamist reported in in the military, he received several ribbons and awards common in peacetime activity, according to his military records. And it was promoted to sergeant before leaving active duty in 2021. A person named Danny Penny with the identical military background posted on. Harry.com, a website for those seeking work in the hospitality industry that he had tried in college, felt completely unfulfilled, and decided to drop out of school and backpack throughout Central America. You mean, okay. He worked for several months until last May at a surf shop in North Carolina, near the Marine base where he was last stationed. He loves anything surfing related. He's a people person. A very easygoing person. Not a lot stresses him out. Mr. Penny posted on the hospitality site that he had dreamed a bartender in Manhattan. During the travels, I rediscovered my love for interacting and connect, connecting with people. Rediscovered. So what happened from the time That he left the military to the time that he went backpacking in central america that made that made him not want to deal with people oh yeah i guess we're just going to report and really deep delve deep delve real deep into the deceased history but not the person that's going to be defend um um uh, in defense of trying to get out of Going to jail. No, we're not going, we're just going to skim over everything because, you know, once again, not much is known about Mr. Penny. During the travels, I rediscovered my love for interacting and connecting with people. Being able to serve and connect with the most interesting and centric the world has to offer is what I believe I am meant to do. I am meant to do more details will emerge describing the moments leading up to the chokehold on the train but one thing seems clear the maneuver resembled one mr penny almost certainly was taught in the military new marines are trained to apply a blood choke which when done properly cuts off blood and oxygen to the brain in as little as eight seconds it is imperative but it's imperative in a blood choke not to squeeze the person's windpipe which can lead to injury or worse on the seven on the f train on may 1st juan alberto vasquez a flea free, a freelancer a freelance journalist finally at the end of the article they finally divulge that he was a freelance journalist began recording the video after Mr. Penny had placed Mr. Neely in a headlock. He he later said that Mr. Neely had been yelling about being hungry and unafraid to die, but it's unclear if he had physically threatened anyone. It is also unclear whether Mr. Neely and Mr. Penny interacted before the encounter, but Mr. Penny and the other riders on the train would not have known about Mr. Neely's history of arrest. No, they wouldn't have. Mr. Penny held Mr. Neely down. The restrained man thrashed and kicked for at least two minutes. Didn't they say the blood choke is only good for about eight seconds? It, within eight seconds, he'll be subdued, right? He was held in the chokehold for two minutes before before coming becoming limp. Two men hovered over the action, helping to pin down Mr. Neely. You don't have to catch a murder charge. You got a hell of a choke, man. It is unknown whether Mr. Penny was attempting the blood choke he had learned a few years earlier. The moment when Mr. Neely should have lost consciousness after about eight seconds or so had long passed. In the video, as Mr. Penny lets go and stands up, a bystander could be heard saying, don't leave him on his back. Don't leave, don't leave him on his back, though, man. He might choke on his own spit if you put him on his back. Put him on his side. One of the men who had been holding Mr. Neely complies with the request. Rolling Mr. Neely on his side. While he does so, Mr. Penny gets up, fetches his baseball cap, and puts it on. 600 miles away, Mr. Penny's surfing friend, Mr. Santinello. Watched the video like countless others. He could only guess at Mr. Penny's mindset. And I quote, knowing Danny and knowing his intentions, it was to help others around him. Knowing Danny and knowing his intentions, it was obvious that it was To help others around him. That was a crack of bullshit. Like I said, I. I've been born and raised in New York. I've been in a subway system. For the majority of my life. Especially the last 20 years or so and i've seen a lot of things from what was shown and what was in the accounts of what happened on that in that subway car preceding the choke nothing that i heard tells me that that man deserved to die nothing that i heard or read tells me that the man who killed mr neely deserved to walk off scot-free on his own recognizance immediately immediately after that more will come out and when more comes out i'm going to talk about it because to me this is a tipping point a potential tipping point in this city like i said 20, 40 years ago bernard gets vigilante but this ain't gotham we don't got a 6 foot guy in a in a bat uniform in a bat costume right in the wrongs that was the case a lot of shit would be different i am strong we all got a man in crow paint in a black long black leather jacket with a black bat talking about he's trying to get rid of the authority let me know what you what you think in the comments don't be afraid it's a safe space here because I know I'm not the only one who smells bullshit I know I'm not prayers and and, and I hate this saying I really do hate the saying I hate when you know prayers and condolences to those to the family of blah, blah 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 I really hate that saying but I hate it when I when I hear from people who I feel like is not being sincere when they say it. And I'm truly being sincere when I say prayers and condolences to Mr. Neely's family, loved ones, close friends, and preparing for this battle that's going to come because, like I said, that man didn't deserve to die. Okay, if he had issues that didn't, if he didn't threaten nobody, he didn't deserve to die. I don't even know how I'm gonna transition from that. Everything is too damn high, including my blood pressure from talking about this talking about the prior um subject. The other week, matter of fact, this past week in New York, um, rent stabilized apartments. You know, they're supposed to get a little increase every year in the rent. Okay, understandable. For, but what was on the council's table was a rent increase for one year leases of five to eight percent two-year leases up to 16 percent i think normal guidelines like one to three percent per year they agreed to it and it's not set in stone but a lot of times at the preliminary hearings whatever's set forth at the preliminary hearings is really what's going to happen when they put it up for vote. There was a lot of performative things of you know, some um public figure matter of fact, um representatives, city council members, you know, storming the stage in their discuss with the verdict, in their discuss with the outcome, with in discuss with the with the fact that they're gonna be raising the rent, gonna try to raise the rent 16% there's nothing affordable in New York period I don't care what they tell you you know there was a there was a there was some stats a couple weeks ago that I was watching on New York one and when the stats were for every hundred thousand dollars per one hundred thousand dollars household how long how, how long does your money stretch? What's the equivalent of it? They said in New York, for every $100,000 that you make, it's only worth about $30,000 before taxes. So they said due to rent, taxes, and food, your $100,000 per year is only worth so imagine the people yeah now one of the states that your money goes the longest which is actually coincidentally my goal for when I get out of my shoe job in about five years Virginia for every $100,000 you make per year that's the equivalent of $83,000 but I digress Last week, and I use this—I use this—this example to try to uh, explain what I'm trying to get at when I say everything is too damn high. Last week, last Monday to be exact, I went to Wegman's. Now. Wegmans, you, you, people are like eh, yeah, Wegmans kind of expensive. Eh, no, 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 that's a misconception, to me. Wegmans is considered expensive when you go for gourmet items, but everyday, everybody, everyday items, they're pretty much they're pretty reasonable, and a lot of times you're getting, I won't say a lot of bang for your buck, but you're getting healthier food, you're getting more variety, especially being the fact that we don't have a Walmart in New York. Wegmans, when it comes to like specialty items, sometimes I go there. I'm like, you know what? That's one of the places I I go there only when I have money to splurge. But I need to go there more often just for the fact of just uh food shopping for certain things. But I digress. So I went there last week because for some reason I, I you know was, was having takeout and I was trying to figure out what I went to eat. And I couldn't figure out, because every damn thing I'm tired of, I'm tired of KFC. I'm tired of hold, all this fast food. I'm tired of, 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 of heroes, sandwiches. I'm tired of a lot of things. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to switch it up. They got some good wings. They got some little, good tenders, like good sauces. I'm like, you know what? Let me order that. We got some sides at home. We can put, put the wings and the tenders with the sides, make us a meal, right? So I go down there, I order it, go pick it up. But while i'm there I'm like there's a couple of things that always catch my eyes one of it is this juice there's another one there's uh i got another juice but it only comes in a small container which is kind of effed up it's lemon ginger and something else but it's like a little probably about 20 ounce container but it gives you a good kick i i drink that it's six dollars though. What? They have this um lemon garlic chicken breast, grilled chicken. Get a nice container, get you nice six nice pizzas of breast. It's $23. I get that from my wife cuz she likes to make that, she likes to make grilled chicken sa- salads. Got some fruit, got a container of strawberries, got a container of blueberries, got a container of some sliced melons. And being the fact I'm a foodie, I'm a I just I, I look I like junk food. Sue me. They have this lemon coffee cake. It melts in your mouth. Say you truth on a hot day I'll melt in your hands too, but it melts in your mouth. though just like it's, it's so scrumptious. But that's $13. Yeah, I can get intimate, but intimate damn near $10. I'd rather get some freshly made coffee cake. Not including the tenders and the wings. Two juices some fruit chicken breast and a coffee cake i told my i told my co-worker this i had one reusable bag full of food do you know how much i end up walking out of this spending what'd you say i didn't hear you no you're wrong to spending 75 damn near $80 on one bag of food. Like I said, fruit, fruit juice, lemon coffee cake, and some chicken breast. Now people is like, well, you know, you went to Wegmans. What'd you expect? That's not the point where I'm saying what I'm saying is it's like that everywhere. Two bedrooms apartments in Brooklyn, to be exact. Two bedroom apartments in a decent neighborhood. Matter of fact, no, F a decent in a decent build. matter of fact, no, not even two bedroom apartments. Twenty two hundred dollars and better. Twenty two hundred dollars and better. You'd be lucky if you get a two thousand get a two bedroom apartment for two thousand dollars. If it's below two thousand dollars, best believe you're living in a in an ish, in an hole. And even even that, they want like eighteen. The price of food is outrageous. Do you know how much my insurance is? My car insurance just went up to, for one car. Um, I've been a driver for eighteen years. I've had one accident on record. No, matter of fact, one accident in 18 years. I've gotten a couple fender benders that I did not report. That wasn't my fault because imagine how bad my insurance would be if I would have reported them. Full coverage because I still I still do tote. My daughter around from time to time. So, and you know, once you take that full coverage, gu- guaranteed something going to happen. You're like, darn, I wish I had the full coverage. Guess how much my car insurance is. Oh, you know where near what, what it is. Huh? Yeah, you got it. $514 per month. The last accident, the only accident I've had on record was... 17 years ago the last moving violation i had was at least five years ago i'm lying three years ago because i caught a speeding ticket on my way to pick up my daughter at the very onset of the pandemic i was doing 90 near binghamton hey listen there was nobody on the road while i'm supposed to do 50. she was a pandemic i had to go get my daughter but still that's 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 nothing for the reason why it should be 515 514 per month imagine if i still had a car note how about this maybe that's preventing me from even thinking about getting another car i'm like shoot for two cars how much is going to be especially if i get a decent car with 700 and change i should be like a lot of mother and get my get my stuff out of state but i'm trying to be an upstanding citizen my pockets are like mother effing you need to be crooked everything is too high but the reason i wanted to bring this up and i'm going to just say my piece and i'm going to get up out of here because i'm looking at the time and yeah time has flown you do you know the reason why we're in a recession i mean uh, uh, why we're dealing with inflation this is my point of view this is my thoughts if I'm wrong, correct me in the comments. Do you know a lot of times history has proven this to be correct that when we're in wartime, inflation happens. When we're in a stable time, inflation happens. What did people think for all this money that we're in? billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to fight the war on putin aka aid to the ukraine if billions are going out and nothing is coming back in on top of sanctions and, and and so forth where do you think this money was going to come from no you're going to jack up the prices everything needs to go up the price of energy needs to go up because now we're getting it from a different source Oh, we used to get this. No, now we're gonna get now we gotta get over here. Prices go up. Tariffs, imports, all all the whole nine. Also, rent, especially rent, for let's say the first two and a half years of the pandemic, it was a rent freeze. Rent freeze meaning, and maybe I'm using the terminology a little wrong, but meaning If you did not pay your rent, you cannot be evicted due to the pandemic. Guess what? Those detections are gone. So, I remember hearing people loud and proud. You don't got to pay your rent. Don't worry about it. They can't kick you out. Yo, you better stack that bread. All because they couldn't kick you out. That doesn't mean the tally wasn't continuing to go up. It just meant that, all right, we can't kick you out and now when it gets to a certain point guess what there's no way in hell that you can pay the amount that caused you that allow you to stay where you're at so this homeless situation in new york is about to explode exponentially once again landlords trying to recoup not saying it's correct but they're trying to recoup rent too damn high now we have the influx or the continuing influx of migrants into the city through no fault of their own they're being shipped up here from Texas by Governor Abbott I think they said we was going we was having 300 per day for the last year now that's about to increase with um, the lifting of I forgot I forgot the name of it but it's a law that was enacted during the pandemic and now it's supposed to supposed to expire so we're going to we're going to have a more we're going to have an influx of people coming into the country i.e. coming through coming through texas and texas are going to be redirecting them to here so they said we was getting about 300 per day for the last year almost last year let's say last eight months now that's about to explode to maybe eight to 800 to a thousand per day where's this money coming from Where's this money gonna come from to take the influx of people that yes, we're obligated to take that the government is allowing to come in? Hmm. Here's my here's my problem. It's not the problem of allowing them in because look, I am not anti-immigration or all that. Don't don't try to paint me with that broad brush. But You're allowing the influx. Now, you have this Republican governor down in in Texas and a Republican governor, and I'm not even going on Republicans and Democrats because F both of them. You have the people down in Florida that's taking them in and they're rerouting them up, up north. D.C. is not doing anything about it. Mayor Adams has gone down there and let them know, like, look, you wanted us to take them. All right, fine. We got, but we got, but we got things we got to deal with, with. The people we have. Can we get some help? Can we get some bread? Phone call is not being returned. Wow! 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 And he's going on the offense like, yo, DC, DC dropping the ball. Biden dropping the ball. What are y'all doing? i've i've have i got a budget i got a balance i gotta devote all this money to receive the migrants and i hate calling them that but that's the term that they're using so this we're going to use i got i which i got i got to, I got to receive these people but i only have but so much money y'all promised me funding i need places to house them i need housing i need employees to help process them where's my help guess what where the money coming from everything too damn high last but not least did people really think that this that that little bs stimulus money we was getting was not going to be recouped when they gave you when they gave people thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars i'm not talking about the ppp the ppp loans i ain't talking about that because look look if y'all was able to get them hey i hope it was on the up and up but when everybody was getting these thousands of thousands of which call stimulus money when has this country ever given us anything free and not expected it on the back end i'll wait yeah my point exactly I say this, and this is probably the last thing I'll say on this subject before I get up out of here. You know, leave like a tree. <laughs> um, Last year, for taxes, right? I remember it was 2021. They gave everybody the child tax credit. Child tax credit. So you're getting 200 300 a month. For your child right for your qualifying child per child. now my thing is luckily bled thankfully i was blessed enough to say to feel like uh yeah that 200 300 came in handy but it wasn't dire need like i could have done without but they didn't specify that it was a loan they said yeah you got a child we give you the bread we're gonna give you the bread that you richly deserve 2022. When I found out my taxes, doing it on TurboTax, they asked me, "Did you receive the child tax, the child tax loan from 2021?" I'm like, "Loan? I ain't get no loan. No, I ain't get that. I ain't get that." About a week later, get a letter in the mail. Our records indicate that you did, in fact, receive that loan. In 2021 you owe us $1,500 that's just an example of saying you think they gave you all they gave away millions and millions and millions did I say bill? no it hasn't been it should have been a billion but millions and millions and millions of uh, dollars to the American public and you really think they was going to recoup that on the back end look I've been I'm a, I've been slow to the party I'm just up to, I'm I'm about to finish season four of Snowfall. The government does a lot of things to recoup that money. They need to st- no no they don't. No, they don't. I agree. They need they need to be moving something into something. <laughs> get these get these prices down, but no, that's just gonna complicate matters. Hey, want to say hi? You can say hi off camera. Hi. <laughs> yeah, my my daughter don't got much to say after she recorded me sleep. Yeah. Oh, post it. Go ahead, post it. Okay. Go ahead, post it. Yeah, check out. You know what? I... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna blow you up. Cause my my my, my daughter got. My, I swear my. My daughter got social media, but she don't post, she posted, she's the queen of posting and deleting, which is actually something I probably need to do, but I don't have nothing I need to delete. Delete, delete, delete. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I think, I think um that kind of just got me off track for the last time. And I'm really not trying to go over an hour and a half, because this is going to be a long one for the first time in a while. But yeah, everything's too damn high. Everything is too damn high. But you know, with not too damn high, I'll tell you, even though some people would say, you know, some people would say that this individual's voice might be a tad too damn high. But not me. Not me, because I like to do. And maybe, maybe when you listen to this, You like this dude, too.
2: For all, I am the Mojo King, and I am here to support my brother's podcast and all of his salty thoughts. All right, let's not say all of his salty thoughts. Maybe 90%. He's a bit of a wild man. I am also here to plug my three podcasts. Yes, three of them. Hidden Gems Golf is a quick 10 to 12 minute pod where I talk long shots on the PGA Tour. Long shots mean big money when they pay off. There is also Hip Hop Hidden Gems, where historian William Freeman and I discuss songs and or artists who deserve more shine. We talked about Big Daddy Kane, Gangstar, Chino XL. We have a West Coast legend coming up. We even featured a little R&B in Seoul for Valentine's Day. It's a little bit nostalgia and a whole lot of fun. That's Hip Hop Hidden Gems. Lastly, but not leastly, is Hidden Gems Football. That is where me and the great Donnie U discuss upcoming NFL action. You already know how Donnie gets down with his spicy takes. I mean What are you doing? There's no more Donnie u Uh I'm doing an ad for the salty thoughts of Donny u No, not Donnie u The salty thoughts of Mike Steph. What are you talking about? Who the f is Mike Steph? And by the way, Hidden Gems Football is the Mojo King and, and Mike Steph. What? What are you Nah, I'm out. Screw this. Hello, and back to you, Mike Stuff. This is bullshit.
1: <laughs> Gets me every time. Gets me every time. Once again, I'd like to thank the Mojo King and the Mojo Queen for giving me such a, a grandiose commercial. And yeah, I know I said it last week, or was it the week before? I know I owe you a commercial, and as soon as I get to my recording equipment, Definitely give you that commercial because it needs to be a top notch. So, yeah, please check out my brother, the Mojo King and his hidden gems of various, various, various things. Like I said, hip hop, hidden gems, hidden gems, golf and hidden gems, football. Um, I'm going to keep the plugs nice and short this week. I'm going to give you a list and you check them out at your earliest convenience. Check out my brother's from. The Land of the Desert, Winchester McDowell on Gimmick Infringement each and every Monday on the YouTube page of the 19 Media Group and where all streaming platforms ever podcast are available. Check them out when they recap the latest happenings in the world of professional wrestling. And they will give you a promo of the week, hopefully, on a lot of their transgressions. Matter of fact, their irritations of what happened in the past week in their day-to-day lives. Check out my bros from the Black Rasting Podcast brp live each and every thursday at 8 35 p.m check out cal drip math fam the queen mimi check them out each and every thursday 8 35 brp live check them out on the black wrestling patreon patreon slash slash black wrestling pay the one or the pay the 10 please you'll be glad you did and i got a prop today i've been looking for this mother f for a while Check out my bro, the homie Bodymore Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check out B More's F that. Check out YouTube's number one reviewer and all liquors, all beers, all spirits, all wines, all wine coolers, all concoctions, all cocktails, all everything. Yeah, this is this is a little coaster, a custom coaster of Bodymore Bottles. Yes, it's a It's not a one-of-one, but it's probably a 10-of-10. Because I don't think he's coming out with any more. And I got mine. Check out the homie. Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. What the? You heard me? Yeah. So those are the abbreviated plugs that I normally get into. And um, yeah. So like I said, this week was a little bit different. This week, I had to get a lot of things off my chest. And this week wasn't going to talk about sports. I don't know if I'll talk about sports next week. I might. I might not, depending on how this next week goes. My Warriors, stand up. Stand up. Stand up.
0: My Warriors.
1: We're going to tie things 2-2 tomorrow, or by the time you hear this and see this 2-2 later on tonight. And my New York Knickerbockers, go, New York, go, New York, go. Go, New York, go, New York, go. We're going to tie it up against the miami heat 2-2 our damn selves this evening in Day county yeah so with all that being said and done i'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me in this podcast the one y'all choose to listen to and the one y'all choose to view please check out the audio version of the salty thoughts of mike steph podcast each and every monday on the following streaming platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the formerly named Anchor.fm, amongst others. New episodes drop on Monday. Check me out on the following social media platforms at Mike Stefan double underscore on Twitter, at Mike double underscore Steph on Instagram, and at Mike Steph underscore on TikTok around the clock yeah so with all that being said and done it's time for me to get out of here i will see y'all next week god willing um just be easy out there and um once again like subscribe comment share more importantly share you know spread the gospel spread the word of the salty thoughts of mike Steph till next week. Goodbye. Damn it. That hadn't happened in a while. It's still it's still going. I press start and it's still going. Ain't that a bitch? That's kind of messed up right? What you think I should do? You think I should press it again? You don't know? I don't know how
2: this works. (laughs) You don't know how this works? No.
1: Why you don't know how this works? You know how i just work this thing I don't. oh well i guess because i gotta press stop recording twice so yeah so see y'all again because i had to see <laughs> bye
3: Steph, no love shown, it's going out the door Ground all day like a motherfucker, same as before I see both roads, I know which you want them go One is a dead and the other paved for gold So a burrow underground and dig my own tunnel Create my own path, don't need anything from you Isolation is pro for handed and liberal The signs are all here from trivial to the biblical Three dollars and six times, yeah, everything's cyclical. I gotta do a part and start waiting for miracles. I just left the doc, he said, the stress is killing you. I said that you'd be stressed if your sky had a ceiling, too. But that's how it is when you're covering melanin. For the greater to the grave, you told everyone's better than You and your heritage, the shit is very depression. I'm black of both sides, it says the very complexion. With less expression, grades, record, body, free and praise. We ain't been hearing every fucking modern day plays. Slay to Facebook, slave to Insta, slay slave to Twitter. Slay the world stars, sleep the snaps, slave the media. Ain't judging y'all, I do most of the same. I'm aware of my fault, so I'll share in the blame. My name is my name, real shit, no gimmick. Mike Steph, the man behind the man that you're hearing. No gimmick. I'm bare for all to see. Mike Steph.